0: Happy Monday and President's Day revolution. I think that most of you noticed I have been MIA for the last few days. So here's the thing today, which is the 15th of February, is the 16 year anniversary of a major car collision that I was in. Um, I was actually hit by a semi truck in 2005 on I 35. In Texas, near Brackenridge. The truck hit me so hard that it actually hit me twice. It hit me, pushed me up, hit me again. Now, some years I'm totally fine. Some years it skates right by me and I, sometime in March I go, oh my gosh, that date passed. And then this year was a little different. You see, a few days ago, I watched online. This accident happened in Texas. Maybe you saw it too. It was a hundred car pileup. And the video that it was showing was semi-truck after semi-truck plowing into passenger cars. And there was something about that video that halted me. That brought me into deep reflection, deep thought, um to be honest, I've lost a few days <laughs> um you know, in my own brain, it's still Friday, but it's not. It's Monday, and finally, yesterday on Sunday at around four in the afternoon, I contacted um two friends that are very close to me and I said, Hey, dang, like this is what's going on this year. It's, you know, it's, I would say that it's few and far between now that they hit me this hard. The first five years, oof, toughy, toughy years. Um, you know, there's a lot involved in that accident. I'm not going to go into full detail. Um, But it taught me a lot about grief and loss and pain and anger and um, addiction for the first time in my life, being addicted to prescription pills and um, coupling that with alcohol and drowning away my sorrows. And, you know, but that that carcson also taught me about being deliberate with my life being intentional with it, being more proactive than reactive, wanting to leave a staple of good on the world. And not only have I lost some days <laughs> this week, but really for the first time ever, and I, I don't say this as like a, a brag or a boast or... um to be a narcissist, but really for the first time, I have had feelings of imposter syndrome the last few days, which is something that I don't deal with. Um, Again, not because I think I'm all high and mighty and, and I have nothing to learn. It's that I'm very careful with what I put out, and I make sure that I research all angles before I talk about something, and I'll give my personal perspective, but then I'll also get the perspective of The Eastern medical community, the Western medical community, um, you know, I try to be equitable in what I talk about. So I think in the respect that I do my best to not open my mouth before being fully researched, um, I feel confident in what I talk about. And I just, I mean, I love education by by nature of who I am. So, you know, some people, if they had to sit down and research something for 10 hours, it would, you know, be the death of them. I love it. I'll go down the wormhole of researching something so that I can talk about it in the most in-depth way that I can. Um, But this week with the last few days with feelings of, you know, just really looking back, And I think that's where the imposter syndrome came from, was looking back at who I was when I got into that accident, which was, you know, 25 years old, raising a six-year-old. I wasn't even 25 at the time, I was 24. I was 24 24 years old. I had a, um, you know, five-year-old. I was working up in Auburn um, at an underpaid vet technician job where I had conflict and chaos. Um, I was just really unhappy. You know, I, I had been in survival mode since I had been a child. I'd never really had my own identity. I had had the identity of being a caretaker for my parents, and then I went into being a caretaker for my child, and then being a caretaker for animals. And there was something about that accident where I recognized that I I had no identity of my own. That, That if you stripped away me taking care of other people, I had no identity. And I was miserable. Because I wasn't, I mean, besides my child, of course. I wasn't doing any of it out of desire. I didn't take care of my parents who were alcoholics Um, out of desire. I did it to survive. (laughs) You know, I didn't um, choose to work. You know, I did choose. Let's back that train up. Um, I didn't desire, I didn't want to work at that technician job in Auburn. I took it because it was money and I was a single mom and I had to pay bills. Still didn't pay all my bills. I was still having my electricity turned off. Me and my kid were having what we call camp out days where um, we would camp out with the lantern in the apartment because I had to pay for daycare and gas and food um, instead of the electricity bill. So... I think there was just a moment after watching those videos come out of Texas this week where I sat back and I started doing that thing where I started wondering if my life that had been saved was worthy enough of the others that were lost. You know people go on the news and they talk about these people that were lost and they were great people and they were great mothers and they were, you know, this business owner. They were volunteers in the community. They were this or they were that. And I started thinking back to myself being saved, given more time, 16 years ago. And I thought, well, no one would have written that about me. (laughs) And sometimes we get in our own head. It's Monday. I'm still struggling. I'm still struggling with contemplation. I'm still struggling with itty bitty shitty committee. (laughs) Have I done enough? Am I doing enough? The concept of enough, the concept of purpose, the concept of You know, there are so many good things. And I really do see those things. I have a wonderful group of friends. I really do, for the most part, have a comfortable lifestyle. I don't have to worry about my electricity being turned off. Not only do I have myself and my children as family, but I have pets, and I can pay for them to eat, and, you know, pool maintenance, and a gardener, like, there's so much that I have grown, and I can be grateful for, it is the, the interpersonal stuff, that self-reflective, who am I, what growth have I been through, that, I'm gonna be honest, it's just knocked me back on my ass. And it does not happen often with me, but it happened this week. And I didn't show up for myself, and I didn't show up for you guys. And if we're being honest, like, I cooked dinner for my kids, but I can't really say that I showed up for them much either. Um, you know, I mean, I'm always present, I'm always available, you know. I'm always accessible, but did I... Did I purposefully go and find them and be intentional about asking them about their days the last few days? Nope. Sure didn't. Like, I have been in a bubble. So, I'm going to let myself have this time. Because if this were any of you, I would say, give yourself the time. (laughs) Don't rush yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Everyone goes through stuff. And so, I'm going to give myself time. I'm going to come back on Wednesday with podcasts. We're going to pick up where we left off, which was time. Um, I did not show up for our live webinar. Um, I wanted to do it on Discord. I couldn't figure out if Discord saved videos, which just fed into the, like, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm terrible at technology and I shouldn't be doing this itty-bitty shitty committee talk. Um, But I have found a solution. What I'm going to do is that I am going to go on Discord, and I am going to live stream the webinar, but I am also going to have my podcast up at the same time, and I'm going to be recording it on the podcast. So that way we're not really, if you catch it live, then you catch the video. If you don't catch it live, then you can just put it on in your kitchen while you're cleaning and listen to it. You know what I mean? Or in the car, you can break it up into your commutes. Um, and, you know, I wasn't thinking, but, you know, I should have looked at this calendar month and went like, Ooh, <laughs> Saturday happens to be two days away from the anniversary of your car accident, you really want to do a live webinar, you really want to bank on the fact, Heather, that you're going to be fine on that day. You know, just, I wasn't thinking, because when I scheduled it, I was fine. And then, and then I got not fine. (laughs) And I think that if I would not have seen those, you know, images out of Texas, I probably would be fine. It would probably be one of those years where it was like, oh, my gosh, today's the day. Okay. Huh. You know what? Glad to be here. Yeah, That's how most years go. Most years, I really think about how grateful and lucky I am to be here and, you know, what I've brought into my life and the beautiful people in my life and the opportunities and, you know, how I course correct when I'm not proud of something that I've done and that I'm always checking myself before I'm wrecking myself. Um, but every, every so often, I get one of these years. So, and that is where I've been. That is what's been going on in my brain. And, like always, I tell you guys this because I don't believe in the, the fake positivity. I don't believe in only sharing good stuff and not sharing the sad stuff. I don't believe in being a leader, which is a position I've put myself into, whether it's within this community, whether it's within my work, whether it's within uh, my physical community here in Roseville, whether it's within my volunteer community, um, you know, my humanitarian work, conservation work. I do not believe in being a leader that puts on a fake smile because I do not ever want someone to look at me and go, bad days are bad. She doesn't have bad days. And so my bad days are dumb and I shouldn't have bad days. Nah, dude. We all have bad days and sometimes they turn into bad few days and sometimes they turn into bad weeks and given the circumstances, they can even turn into checked out months but the sooner that we talk about them the sooner we acknowledge them right because acknowledgement is key to everything the sooner we can acknowledge it the sooner we can move with it and so this is part of my acknowledgement is coming into this community and acknowledging where i'm at acknowledging why i've been absent um and setting a plan to continue to give myself two days be back on Wednesday, change the structure of the webinar, which I like better. I do like being able to do it live on video, on Discord, because if people have questions, you guys can ask me questions right off the bat, which is super awesome. I I love that perspective of it. We don't have to do like YouTube unlisted with a link into Discord. Like, If I'm overwhelmed and annoyed by it, (laughs) I can imagine how you know, other people feel, and I'm not techie, so I like to streamline, and that is the most streamlined version I can think of, is that we just get on Discord, we hit the video channel, I pop up my phone, hit record on, you know, my podcasting app, and boom, we're off, it's fantastic, so, so that's where I'm at today. And I'm going to let myself be there. I have, um, you know, I have plans to do yoga today and plans to invest in myself today. Um, do self-care as far as, you know, talk with friends, talk with people, message back and forth. Um, but that's the long and the short of it. So... I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast. I will be back on Wednesday. We will do the two days of NLP on Wednesday and Thursday. Um, and then, well, let me not make any commitments to what our podcast will be Wednesday and Thursday. Because um, there was a really great comment in one of the Discord Fridays about work scheduling versus the to-do list so when we make a to-do list and we should only put you know seven on it how does that apply when you have a very busy job and I, I really want to make sure that we're clear on our time management within the list um because the list is definitely not the job um it's different for people like me who I control what I do um You know, for people who are first responders, things like that. There's no way you could be like, I'm only going to take seven calls today or seven patients. I mean, I've worked in a hospital. There are days I've had 22 patients all to myself. There's, you know, so I want to make a, um, a clear distinction about what I mean with owning time. Because your time at your job, especially if you do not work for yourself, any job where you do not work for yourself... Frankly, you don't own your time. The time that you own is outside of your career. And that's where you have to um, be diligent about how you want to spend it because you truly don't own your other time. So I wanna talk about that next, um, well, this week. And I really do want to do our NLP day. So we'll see how it pans out. I'll be back on Wednesday. Uh, It'll be a surprise. And I'll talk to you guys then. I hope that everyone is enjoying their Monday. And uh, see you Wednesday.